Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Series 6, Episode 8 of the Doggy Pod. You know, we've got over 150, well over 150 well over. episodes for you to listen to, but uh, this one, welcome to it. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett. Uh, and I'm producer Stephen Peters. Yes, gee, there's a lot of wisdom out there in those episodes, isn't there? Oh, miles of wisdom, isn't there? Wisdom. We have you, a lot of fun. You could listen miles to the fun. Doggy Pod back-to-back back for probably a week solid. You mean the people aren't doing that? Oh well, I'm God. sure. I'm sure there's some <laughs> fanatics out there that are. But anyway, that's that's a ton load of uh, of episodes. Information. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking today a few things, of course. But one of them is head tilting. When your dog does its little sort of tilt to the left or tilt to the right, that it's thinking about something. But um, or else, oh, is yeah, it? is it a sign of something else if it's doing a little too much head tilting? Mm, it's wondering why you're smoking. Nicotine poisoning in dogs is becoming a bit of an issue, my friend. Right? Is that because of vaping? And well, stuff? I think I think it's probably increased the problem. Vaping. I mean, shouldn't smoke as a very those older members of our community would remember a bald man that used to say, "Don't smoke." Oh, Yul Brenner, the yeah, actor. Yeah, and he died of smoking. Well, yeah. He died. He died of cancer because of smoking. So, vaping and nicotine—you shouldn't do it yourself. But uh, if you're going to kill yourself with smoking, don't <laughs> kill your dogs. <laughs> Keep it away from your dog. So, yeah, so nicotine poisoning—is is mm. that a thing? Now, our breed of the week uh, this week is—is is I think it's a trio. It's 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 the setters. The setters. How the good setters. is that? I love that. S e double t e r s. The setters. Now there is the English. Yes. The Irish, the Irish, and the big boy, the Gordon Setter. The Gordon Setter. We have so we have a trio of setters, mm, and they all have nice. sort of unique traits, which I'm sure are fascinating. Doctor Rob will tell us about it in a moment. Anyway, um, what's been happening at the clinic? Oh, look, I had a case where um, someone finally came in with their dog. They didn't want to come in because why would you not want to come in and see Doctor Rob? They didn't I, want I to know fathom. the bad news about their dog. Oh. 
okay. cancer. They said, um, we, why did they, they? Why did they think that their dog? They had admitted cancer? that the dog had cancer. That's what they believed, mm. and uh, they, yeah, it was very obvious that it had cancer, according to them. Because what else would it be? The dog is urinating blood. First of all, it was brown, and occasionally it's blood. The urine is really dark or blood. And right. so it's got to be cancer. And so they didn't want to come in. That was their view. It's got yeah, to be they didn't realise that. They just didn't want to part with this dog. They love this dog so much. And I said... What were they worried that you'd say you'd have to put it down? Yep, yep, exactly. And I said, yeah, it could be a severe infection. Oh, no, not with blood, not that much blood. It was really frank blood in there, like really bright red blood. Mm. I said, yeah, probably not, but uh, there are other things. What else could it be? They're saying, well, let's go and have a look. So examine the dog. Everything else was fine. Certainly a bit of pain in that lower part of the tummy when I'm um, palpating, feeling, feeling it. You could see the dog resisting. So we went in, took an ultrasound, and I thought, uh-huh, okay, we'll, we'll brighten this up. We'll lighten up with some x-rays. And we took an x-ray of the dog and showed them. And they, could, you know, they came in and I said, look, this is the problem. I said, oh, so it's cancer? I said, no, it's <laughs> bladder stones. Oh. They did, this poor dog had been suffering with bladder stones and the people, I felt sorry for them because they loved the dog, but were frightened because I'd say, it's got cancer, we have to put it to sleep. I'm saying, no, it's got bladder stones. Oh, so the poor dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And we took these rocks out of its bladder. We knocked it out and under, under an aesthetic, emptied the bladder of as much fluid as we could, mm. opened up the bladder and I'm telling you, that it was just full of... Of, of like calcium yeah cal- calcified with a special type of there's different types of bladder stones and we've sent them off for analysis because we know what we need to know what type it is mm. because different things may help dissolve it and prevent it in the future so now they've got to watch diet but what we had to do is virtually get all the stones there were lots of little ones and that's hard you know we're using a, a light curating of the internal lining of the bladder you don't want to be piercing through the bladder mm. with a curette just to make sure we've got everything out we keep flushing it with saline and emptying it out and flushing it even that produced some stones then you've got to make sure there's no stones in the tube going from the bladder out through the penis the urethra mm. so we put a catheter up through the nurse was doing that because we, we remained sterile so she was holding the catheter pushing up through the urethra up to the bladder and make sure there were no rocks in there. God, I hope that dog was knocked out during this. Good idea. <laughs> hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Didn't think of that. There's a thought. And so, you know, once we've cleared all the stones, we then have to carefully sew the bladder up. It's not just a matter of putting a few stitches in and have holes. You've got to re- mm. really do a waterproof layering of, of that um, tissue. It's a... a Unique tissue because it's the only tissue that expands right up and goes mm. right down the body mm. like a big organ. I guess your lungs do to some extent, but not as much as the bladder. Haven't we thought of that when you're sitting on public transport thinking, well, oh, shouldn't have gone beforehand? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did the did our double suturing on that, then sewed up the muscles and the subcutaneous tissue and the skin. And fortunately, the next day, this dog was urinating quite okay. Of course, there's some blood in there because we've been in there with a curette and caused all sorts of problems. So as these owners, and this is what you have to do as a vet, you have to analyse the owners a little bit. Mm. They are a little bit on the panic side, so I'm going to keep this dog in until I get clear urine out of it. 
two or three Otherwise days. Otherwise, they'll, they'll fret. And uh, very much so, and, uh, very much so. Yeah. We'll keep them on antibiotics, which are filtered out of the kidneys and through the bladder, and uh, keep them on anti-inflammatories to stop the inflammation that we've caused by... Well, the inflammation was there, of course, because of those damn rocks in the bladder, mm. um, but also we've caused more of it by getting in there with a light curating of getting all the stones out, so we'll get rid how, of that. How long would it have taken to, for these rocks to get to that level? It's usually months. It's, it doesn't happen so just over weeks. It's months and months. For a while. Well, and sometimes they're there and there's no pain, and all of a sudden, you now when they're starting to roll around and scrape inside your bladder and cause a bit of blockage of urine from time to time, that's when things are, are grim. We see it in uh, many different animals. It happens in humans and mm. you know, people. T- it's not. These are not kidney stones. No. These are bladder stones. Same yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lower down. So fortunately, which is good because kidney stones are much harder to get rid of. But we we managed to get all get these out and. Uh, He's still in hospital and probably will go home, I would think, within another 24, 48 hours. But he's cancer-free. He sure is. I'm sure most of us love it when our dogs do that little head tilt. Looks adorable often, doesn't it? It's mm. like they're kind of thinking about this and thinking about that and, you know, pondering stuff. But there is a thing where dogs can do too much of that and it actually means something else. Mm. Yeah, when it starts off as just a bit of a curious head tilt yeah. because of a noise or something, it is just adorable. Mm. But when does it happen? Well, I've seen it in young puppies at three or four weeks of age and they continue that way for quite some time. What, sort of regularly? No, they're just, they're just always tilting one way, done. And oh. it has occurred in certain lines of certain breeds, so there must be a hereditary basis to it. As they grow up, um, and I think it must be an immaturity of maybe the vestibular nerve or the vestibular apparatus or something, because there's no infection there that causes this. It's just very regular in some lines of dogs that I've seen, um, different breeds, and they grow out of it. You know, the majority do grow out of that particular weird head tilt that mm. we see growing up. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be doing post-mortems on these puppies just to satisfy my curiosity of what it, what's causing it, because I do know they do in fact grow out of it. The other ones that become a problem are when they're much older, you know, that head tilt to one side or in their adult dogs that all of a sudden it start that head tilt. Could be infection in the ear. Could be a grass seed, a foreign body. Grass seeds are the most common foreign bodies inside mm. the ear. And the vet has to knock them out and have a look uh, with scopes right down into the towards the eardrum. Because why do you have to knock them out? The angle of the uh, external canal is it's bent at the right angle. And if there's a head tilt, it's usually indicating some sort of pain, so they're better off anaesthetised and have a look. Sometimes you have to x-ray, and you x-ray what's called the bulla, which is part of the uh, bone structure of the skull, and if you see differences in density of the two, then there's an infection there. It's telling you you've got real bad infection in the middle ear, usually, and you have to attack that. Sometimes we even attack that surgically. We actually put a hole in the bulla to drain it, and get rid of the, the infection that way, plus antibiotics, of course, ongoing. Um, 
if it's very bad, there can be other signs like vomiting and uh, dizziness and you know, circling, not even being able to balance properly. That may be either really severe infection of the middle ear or it could be a tumour in that area. So is the first thing people would notice would be that their dog's just tilting its head a lot? Yeah, just, just hit, tilting their heads. And the first thing you think of, is, even as a vet, is probably, oh, infection. That's usually what mm. we think about. Um, and if it's not infection, then we've got to start looking at some of the other possibilities. And there's a host of them. Now, sometimes it takes an MRI to get to a diagnosis. You know, it can be very, very bad. Mm. Uh, the treatment varies according to what it is. You know, it, but most commonly, infection is the cause. So it's most commonly we use antibiotics and anti-inflammatories to stop the inflammation that's in there as well to help that. Nine times out of ten, that's as far as it goes. Occasionally we will operate. And then sometimes we go to MRI when it's very, very bad. And don't forget it can be even something worse, like a brain tumour can even cause a head tilt. And dogs do get brain tumours. So people should just watch out. Yeah, if you see the head tilt, if it's just a cute one, lap it up, take a photo of it and send it to us. (laughs) If it's ongoing, then off to the vet and get them looked at. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, we all know that uh, nicotine can be quite bad for humans, but we won't let uh, Rob start his anti-smoking lecture just yet. No, I'm not going to say don't smoke. He's not going to do He's already done that. No. Uh, no, no, but the thing is, it's, it's, is it a thing in dogs? Can dogs get um, suffer from passive smoking and, and nicotine poisoning, particularly with the popularity of vaping these days? There's a lot more people thinking, oh, maybe it's not a big deal that I'm vaping near my dog. And, and using nicotine in the vape, is, is, that a, is it an issue? Well, look at those vaping machines. What do they look like to you if you're a dog? Oh, that's an interesting toy to chew on. Well, there's that as well. That's yeah. what happens. They oh, start really? chewing on, on those vaping machines. Or we've had in the past even dogs have chewed up packets of cigarettes for something to do. Because yeah, oh, they're, right. they're left on the coffee table. Somewhere, somewhere there, and goes out, mm, I'll chew those up. And it doesn't take a lot of nicotine. A lethal dose of nicotine in a dog mm-hmm. uh, is, is about four milligrams in uh, four milligrams in about half a kilo, one pound. Four milligrams in half a kilo mm-hmm. per, per, per half kilo 
will kill a dog. Per half a kilo, like the weight of the weight dog. Weight of the dog, yeah. Right. Okay. So it doesn't take that. Four milligrams is not a lot of nicotine. And if you... So how would a dog get four milligrams of nicotine? Chewing up, a, a, especially one of those vaping things. Yeah. That's yeah. how we've seen it. The other, um, wow. or a packet of cigarettes. Yeah, but toxicity starts at 0.5 milligrams for half a kilo. That's when toxicity starts. Some of the signs start at even mm. a, a much, much, much lower dose. Yeah, half a milligram can cause a lot of sickness in dogs. So but and they, what, they, they what, can get passive smoking as well? They can get... Yeah, well, if they're, pick, if they're Which is lung enough, disease, it's a different thing. Yeah, they'll usually yeah. get lung disease from passive smoking. Right. Yeah, they'll get lung cancer, just like any other animal would, mm. with passive smoking. Uh, just like your children do with passive smoking. But, but nicotine poisoning is a different thing. Nicotine poisoning is a different thing. And you know, the, the signs are often vomiting and um, a lot of disorientation, even seizures can, mm. can happen through all through nicotine poisoning. I've seen that. Uh, in fact, the other thing, when pipes were popular, we used to see a bit of nicotine poisoning <laughs> for the same reason. Mm. Dogs like chewing things like that and there's, you know, if there's a lot of nicotine in there, uh, they start vomiting and uh, diarrhoea and dizziness and you could see it. You know, they just start, they can't coordinate and they can go into a neurological seizure, which, is, which can end up killing them if uh, things are bad. So if you, if you do vape, um, yeah, it's a habit mm. to get into, isn't it? Not to just leave them lying around or the disposable ones lying around. No, or, yeah. absolutely. Be very careful or keep your cigarettes around. If you do vape, the way you can stop it affecting your dog is, um, I guess, next time you're driving past the garbage bin, throw it in there and it won't affect your dog. When you're finished with it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rob's going off again. I'll have to watch him. Um, okay, yeah, just be extra, extra, extra careful because that's, that's not a lot of nicotine, you wouldn't think, to have For a small such, dog, to have such a small effect dog, on a small dog. Get really yeah. a, and puppies, you know, puppies see vaping oh. machines as an ideal toy to chew on. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. Plastic, colourful, yep. it smells nice. Yeah, let's get into it. Be careful, everybody. Well, this week, it's it, it's our breed of the week, but it might it's like a trio breed, mm. or it's a... I mean, is it three different breeds? You know, they're setters, the ones that point with their tail. Or the do they three all do setters. Yes. But is that three different breeds? Hey, could or? we do a whole TV series called The Three Setters? They did one of the no. Three Stooges years ago. Yeah, the God, Three Setters. Bit, anyway, bit cowboy, I guess. <laughs> three setters. Um, so is that one breed or three different breeds? Three totally different breeds. But in the setter the, family. The lighter one, probably a bit taller, is the Irish setter. Well known for its beautiful red Coat, real mahogany. But what does setter coat. mean? Why are they called setters? Because they do, they, they set. In other words, if they're made for hunting, all three of these breeds, mm. in different conditions. Um, you know, the, the heavy dog goes through much harder conditions and heavier conditions, the lighter Irish setters, lighter bush, if you like. But if they see game, boom, they st- still straight away point with their nose, they set straight away, pointing at the game. They don't move. The tail goes straight right. up and that's what a set is and that's the setter does just that they go out there and bang there oh. it is there's the game and because man used to have to hunt to live and they relied on these dogs to tell them where the game was yeah when we look at the evolution of humans humans started 
really taking over the planet, I guess. Maybe that's a bad thing, but it happened once we were able to use dogs to herd animals. That's when we really increased in numbers. Herding animals themselves, putting a few in a big paddock wasn't mm. enough. We had to be able to control them. And it was dogs that did that for oh, us. God bless them. And yeah, it was, and even today, with you know, it's getting harder and harder to get people to work in the country. It's dogs that come to the fore and uh, do all their work and, and with sheep and with cattle to herd them up. So they're still there. But setting was, is a very important part of the mm. one of these three that breeds. That makes sense, yeah. The lighter one, as I say, is the iris setter. Very beautiful with it. They have um, a lot of feathering to protect them. It's called feathering, which is extra hair at the back of the legs and oh, under yeah. the tummy mm. and uh, at the back of the back legs as well. And uh, you know, the front and back legs all have it, and even the tail. So... You have these three different types for slightly different conditions. The English setter, so you've got the Irish setter, the English setter, a bit, bit heavier than the Irish setter, and same sort of um, type of game that he would go after, but in a slightly heavier bush. And then the Gordon setter, uh, thought of as more Scottish, and you know, through the thick brambles and things like that, of the, the Scottish heaths and things. Very, very uh, big dog with big bone. Not taller mm. than the others, but just a, a, just you, know, you can see he's just a bit heavier, and still with all that beautiful th- feathering. The Gordon Setter tends to be black and tan. The English Setter is more like a speckled dog, mm-hmm. and the Irish Setter, of course, is red. So will they, will they be happy uh, just hanging around somebody's backyard and not chasing game, or will oh, they yeah, always be absolutely. yearning for no, no, the well, hunt? They, no, they see they see birds flying over and they'll set and have a bit of fun that way. As long as you're prepared to take them out, and you know, they're a great dog for exercise, they do need their exercise. Yeah, it they're, sounds like it. And and you can you can actually go out, not so much hunting, but certainly um, there are lots of these trials that they do for these dogs, just mm. having fun anywhere in anywhere in the world, in the Western world. There are these places we can take these dogs and they'll help train, help you train the dog. And it's part of their instinct. To, to so do they have what a lot it's of naturally fun. wants yeah, to pointing do. and, and mm. racing into the water and gathering, not um, animals that have been shot, but you know, they'll certainly bring back uh, different things that you know, people make to look like a duck or whatever, and they throw it in the water and the dog <laughs> chases after it. It's part of their life. They love it. So they it, just enjoy it. Even though they can smell that it's not a real duck or whatever. No, they're if they're trained it. for it, they just love doing it. They know what it is and right. off they go. So it's just something they, they enjoy doing. And you've got to be careful with all three setters. There's one terrible disease that's, that gets them, and that's bloat. Now, yeah, we've right. talked about bloat before, and oh. if you have, don't know what bloat is, just go through every single episode of the doggy pod. <laughs> listen, listen to, to all of it. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, bloat's in there. <laughs> you might hear some debarking in the background. That's because we're recording this week's uh, episode in the clinic where Dr. Rob works. There's a dog. I think yeah. a dog needs your attention out there. Rob. Off we go. He said yes, said yes. He'd like me to come out. Okay, before we wrap up this episode, because I know Dr. Rob is... uh, Lots of people keep coming into our little studio here saying, Doctor, you need it outside, so he needs to get back to work. Um, But also, we are, are going to be taking a short break... 
because um, we're doing lots of other things and one of them is we're working on a, a movie with Oggy August, the doggy pod puppy, very much turning into a doggy pod teenager now. Uh, and so we, we need to take some time off to do some work on that. And um, But one of the questions I'll ask, and I'll put this on our Instagram account and you can reply there if you've got a moment, we want to come up with a name and we've narrowed it down to two. Now, Oggie can, it's, this is for in the movie, Now Oggie can either be called Alfie or Archie. Hmm. Now, there's a reason which I won't go into now, but it's one or the other and we can't quite decide. Alfie or Archie. So when you see this post on Instagram, please feel free to put your two cents worth in or you could just go straight to our Instagram account and... and um, Say what you think, Alfie or Archie for, for our little Oggy? We'll have to ask these agents, I guess. Yeah, about that. Mr. Mm. 20%. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, so, so as always, Rob will have some words of wisdom to leave us with. Yeah, having a puppy again has just reminded me of all the reasons I've loved dogs. They just, they test you. You know, he's mm. got sharp teeth, he does everything, but... Um, the, you need to spend time with them. It's simple as that. If you've bought a dog and you're not spending time with it, well, find, find a good home. Find a good home for it. Mm. Or better still, leave home yourself and leave the dog there. Just <laughs> let someone else look after it. And seriously, I mean, dogs deserve our time. So you really want to enjoy it. There's lots of disciplines. doesn't matter how old your dog is. Lots of disciplines that you can enter into in what they call the dog world around you. There's a lot of people that can direct you to a lot of disciplines that will give your dog a lot of enjoyment, give you a lot of relaxation that you need. You're stressed, I can hear it out there, and give you some time with your dog to lower your blood pressure. All the best, folks. See you next time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 